We welcome you to Rise Up Ministries. Today's topic is Let's Pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, we invite you to our hearts, to our souls. We recognize you, Father God, you are the creator of all things. Nothing that's created wasn't created by you. You are love. You are love. And you created everything with love. And you blessed everything you created. And you created everything for a purpose. For a purpose. Everything has a purpose that was created. And you created us in your image. Above the angels, above all. Us. We can be redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ if we repent. Us. Your children. And if we choose, we are your children for eternity. For eternity. Eternal channel children, family of God. So I thank you, Father, for your living word. And I pray right now that it whoever's listening to this. It'll go to their spirit. That your Holy Spirit can remind them these words and what they mean to them personally. And to read them, to listen to them, to say them themselves is a relationship with you. Prayer. There's a relationship with you. Then after we pray, we wait. We meditate on the word and wait on you. This is the right way to pray. Not just asking for things, but recognize who you're talking to. They are holy and loving and caring, respect. If you don't get an answer right away, you will somehow, some way. You read it again, you'll get an answer. But God will show you throughout the day. Guaranteed. Patience. We have to pray for patience too. This is a way to pray. From the heart. From the heart. Find a place to be where you can have some time to yourself. Ask the Lord to clear the atmosphere, things in your life. If you have a hard time, give them to the Lord and ask him to help you. Focus on his word. Start with John. 
Read just the first paragraph and meditate on it. See how it speaks to you personally. Whether you believe or not, or if this is the first time you're listening, all you have to do is try. God's waiting on us. So let's start with the Lord's Prayer. In Matthew 6, 9. And this is Jesus saying, In this manner, therefore pray. Our Heavenly Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debtors as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For your kingdom and glory and power is forever and ever and ever. Amen. And I'd like to add to that your awesome, unmeasurable love and mercy that helps us carry on to the next day, the next hour, the next minute. There's a lot in this prayer. It speaks a lot. You're praising God. You're acknowledging Him and the reason we were created Bring heaven and earth. We have dominion over this earth. God gave it to us. If we don't take it, things won't be done right. If we don't declare it and decree it, things won't be done right. We gotta know who we are. take our responsibilities and live according to the word and our will will be done according to God's word. It's very powerful. I'd like to share another prayer here. Psalms 91, in God we trust. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Hmm. 
You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord who is your refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. That's pretty powerful. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. And you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledged my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is uh, pretty powerful. Psalms 91. I've heard people mention that uh, it's good to say this every morning, declare it over you and your family members. They call this a soldier's palm. Uh, we are told that in World War I, there was a brigade who recited Psalms 91 daily. A word got out that they were nicknamed the 91st Brigade by other soldiers. The brigade engaged in a three of the world war's bloodiest battles. Other units suffered up to 90% casualties, but the 91st Brigade did not suffer a single combat-related death. There are more recent stories of soldiers using Psalms 91 that we are unable to share from security reasons. God is willing and able to keep his word of a covenant promise. Plead God's Psalm 91 shield daily. And claim this in his name, Jesus' name, his rest, his refuge, his safety, his covering, his faithfulness, freedom from fear, angelic watchers, deliverance, and protection. That's all mentioned in Psalms 91. What you're asking for, what you're decreeing, is over your life, because it's God's word, and he watches over his word to make sure it doesn't come back void. Very powerful. Very powerful. In Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. You can make it your purpose. And I suggest that, uh, as I'm saying this too, that uh, you say, I receive that. 
So you're receiving what I'm saying, and you will get what it says. Now, God requires us to acknowledge the source and how this is all possible. And if uh, you haven't, if you're not born again, I suggest you use this opportunity to receive God's promises, to receive all these things I'm speaking of. And you can declare them over others, your family members. Don't waste time. You can see what this world looks like. What can you put hope into? Really. Really. Only God's Word. Matthew 24 speaking what today is, the past, the present, and the future. It's all in the Bible. It's our obligation to seek the truth and live it so we can be God's children for eternity. So I suggest that you participate with this in Romans 10, 9, 13. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. You can say, yes, I believe that and receive it. You can say that. Yes, I believe that and receive it. And ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. And you will feel presence, a change, an attitude, a desire to live different and see what's right and what's not wrong in your daily life. It's not a mystery. That's why we need to take time to ask the Lord. And if you have a little difficulty, then I ask you to ask the Lord to help you with truth. Proof. Prove to you. Show you some way. Took me a while. I just don't want to take you as long as it took me. To tell you the truth, I don't know how long time it is, but took me close to 50 years. That's a long time to live ugly and wrong. Just speaking the truth. Just being honest with you, whoever you are. Let me share something with you. When we receive Christ in our heart, His Spirit takes up residence in the core of our being, 
given us an eternal power that we never had before in transforming our hearts from hateful and rebellious to loving and obedient. Our hearts control our words and actions. You'll know that the Holy Spirit's in you because you'll have a different attitude. You should see yourself not judging people and caring more about them and understanding they're here just like you. Why judge somebody you don't know nothing about them? You don't know the circumstances and how they feel. Why judge them? It comes back on us when we do that. I want to share a healing prayer for those who might need healing. I'll say this kind of slow so you can repeat after me. Father God, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals, touch me now with your healing hand. For I believe that your will is for me to be well in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Cover me with the most precious blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Amen. The Lord created you for a purpose. You were created for such a time as this, whatever your age is. You're needed. The things you've gone through are supposed to help you be the person or the character you need to be for the Lord and for others. Your gifts, your talents. Your gifts. Your gifts. We should use them for good, not bad. It's giving credit to and thanking God who we are, the times we're in. In this, this unbalanced world right now, you know, when you have the presence of God and you and you pray every day and just ask the Lord to help you through it and show you the way and uh, you'll have peace because if you know what's happening you can expect it like preparing for a storm you're not caught off guard I mean it, it really as God is uh, moving in these days, right now, because of the times we're in. Uh, we reap what we sow a lot faster than uh, before. Because time is short, whether good or bad. Something to remember. You reap what you sow faster. 
than before, either good or bad. Serious, serious times. You'll see it, you experience it, and we are part of it. God wants us to be whole. God wants us to be healed. He's waiting on us. But he will not act. It's a free will. You don't have to choose God if you don't want to. But then again, you don't get none of the promises. You don't get what he's offering us. Now. Not later. Now. To have peace. To have love. His love, not not this earthly love. No, <laughs> believe me. Father's love is within. It's beautiful. And you, there's understanding with it and caring and compassion for others, no matter who they are. Understanding they're here for a purpose too. So give them grace. No matter what they do. Remember, don't judge. Best thing we could do to have the love of God in us is don't judge with your mind or your mouth. Don't hurt with your mind your mouth and don't judge. Think about that. Your mind's a powerful weapon. It can be used for good or bad just by thinking. That's where it starts. The battle starts in your mind. What do you do with it? Do you re reject it? Or do you feed on it and let it feed on you? And then it turns into an action. Hmm. Being a Vietnam veteran, I know this is for real. This is one of the areas that I had to conquer and grab a hold of it and let those thoughts come into my mind. So I take control. No matter what situation you might have with anger against somebody or something, you got to self-control. you got to get a hold of it. Because it'll damage you. It'll damage you. I thank God for this time. I pray, Father, for whoever is listening to this. If they're born again or not. That there's a a nugget here for somebody. There's a key here that's going to unlock something in their life. Father God, I pray for whatever's been stolen from them be returned. I pray for whatever's been broken be fixed. I pray for whatever's been torn in her life be mended. In Jesus' name. I pray, Holy Spirit, that Whoever's listening, that this helps them 
another page in life with understanding. I pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding and revelation in your word for whoever is listening to this. And I hope they take time to read the word. Start in John. Just read a paragraph and meditate on it. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what you need to know, what you need to learn, what you need to change. It's that serious and that's available and there's no other God that does this. There's no other God, no other so-called religion. This is kingdom teaching, not a religion. Jesus came here to bring the kingdom of God. Like the first prayer on earth as it is in heaven. A kingdom. Not a religion. That'll mess you up. If we're honest, this is true. So may the Lord be with you and keep you. His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace in the name of Jesus Christ.